everybody loves Dick. My now former secretary, Rose Williams, a 62-year-old Midwest transplant, was waiting for me as I walked towards her desk. As always, Rose was dressed like a tourist. Practical pockets, many of them used, dotted an ensemble that suggested I'm not from the South. I loved that Rose was old school. She favored the title secretary over administrative assistant, and together we had worked our asses off for the last 10 years. She was my favorite person at the company and one of the smartest people I'd ever met. Rose was locked in on my approach. Standing behind her desk at the end of the depressing vanilla hallway we had shared, it seemed like forever, with a phone wedge between her ear and shoulder and invoices in both hands, she spread her arms out as if to say, What took you so long? What took you so long? She said. We got into a little dust-up. Ooh, I heard from here. Did you close? I nodded yes with my best shit-eating grin, posturing myself around the worn corner of my desk to discourage her tendency for well-meaning hugs, which I'd preferred to avoid. It didn't work. I'm so happy for you, Parker Duke. You deserve this. Congratulations. Coaxing her off with a quick pat on the back, I'd saw she had been tearing up but was able to pull herself back together, which I'd always appreciated. I never heard you yell. Ever. Why were you yelling? What happened? I thought I heard, she whispered across my desk. Did Tom pass gas? No, a minor oversight, completely avoidable, I laughed, feeling even more thankful the deal was finally done. Come on in. Let's have a quick talk. I have something for you, and then I need to get out of this place pronto at Tommy's request. Okay, she said as she plopped into the chair, then popped right back out. I forgot. You have a call waiting on line two. I don't work here anymore. He asked for you, by name, Parker Duke. Sit down then, I said, indifferent to the call, probably a suit salesman or some depressing cold-calling person. They'll hang up. If they don't, I'll pick it up after we're done. Anybody I need to talk to calls your cellular phone. I know, I know. She finished my sentence like she had a thousand times before. Where was Hicks with that check? I needed to stall for a minute. The good news was, killing time with Rose was easy, and I knew exactly how I'd do it. I also knew I'd miss this wonderful person, but not for long. Hicks is bringing me back something for you, but let's talk about Dick first. Yay, Dick! I'm so excited. Two more weeks. She didn't miss a beat. Ever. Dick's coming in two weeks? Were you even going to tell me? Richard Williams, or Dick, as he was known to all, was anything but a dick. Dick Williams was a gravelly-voiced, charismatic widower with a pep in his step and a sparkle in his crystal blue eyes that made you feel like you'd been lifelong best friends. Dick summered in southern Illinois and wintered in Florida, often stopping in Atlanta on his way through to visit his kid sister, Rose. Several years ago, I had the pleasure of meeting him and couldn't help but fall for his charm and wit, all the while discovering just how entertaining an earnest, undetected double entendre could be. I know you love Dick. He loves you, too. Everyone loves Dick, she smiled, wiping a rogue tear from the corner of her eye. He asks about you every time we talk. The ladies in Florida must be sad he's leaving. I'm sure they are, she said in her Midwest accent. The ladies in Florida love Dick. 
You can't blame them. Seriously, how many pure people like this are there in the world? I have no idea, but I can tell you one thing. If you're like me and have a sophomoric sense of humor, they can really bring a double entendre to life. We'd had this discussion four or five times now, never in front of others because I didn't want to embarrass her. But the things that would come out of her innocent mouth, incredibly entertaining. To me, her earnest nature was a quality as refreshing and rare as her high-top Velcro Reeboks. And why wouldn't they, I asked. He's as happy as a pig in slop, too. I was down there for Christmas, and those ladies couldn't get enough. They go crazy for Dick. A crash on the window outside my office revealed a hand holding what I knew to be Rose's check and my closing papers. Hick's beaming smile filled the open doorway. My heart leapt at the sight. You know what you can't stop? Progress. I believed it now. After Rose released Hicks from his unsolicited hug, he handed me the papered mass. We're closed. I nodded, stuffed the check into an envelope, and wrote one on the front. I looked back up at Hicks and announced summarily, The ladies in Florida love Dick. Rose nodded in agreement. I couldn't help it. I was in such a good mood. I fought back the smile that I'd held so many times before. I love Dick, too. Rose joined in. Everybody loves Dick. In scuba diving, you can tell your dive partners in trouble when their eyes go wide. It turns out this works on dry land, too. Hicks Krugler was standing, paralyzed in front of me, ghost white with a smile frozen awkwardly under eyes as wide as hubcaps. I could tell as a true Boston gentleman he was determined to avoid any future eye contact with the dick-loving Midwestern grandmother. He focused on me in a confused but trusting manner and asked, Um, we're still on for trivia tonight then?